this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. As always, I really appreciate you coming back and joining me here for another episode. And today we're going to be discussing this really interesting article that I found on NerdWallet about how much the wrong savings account could be costing you, which I think will shine the light on how a small change in the way you handle your money can make a really big impact in the long term. But before we do that, I want to do something that I haven't actually done in a while, and that is give a shout out to some amazing listeners who have left me a review on Apple Podcasts. This review comes from someone with an amazing username. Uh, their name is Captain Morgan, and this five-star review is titled, This Show is Awesome. I enjoy the quick lessons in all areas of finance. Chris does an excellent job making all of the lessons short and to the point. It's a great way to learn about an area most of us need help in. So Captain Morgan, thank you so much for that review. I really do appreciate it. And someone else that I appreciate is Mint Mobile for bringing you all today's bag of popcorn. If you're looking for a great way to save some money in your budget that you can use to put towards things like paying down debt or preparing for retirement, Mint Mobile is a great way to do that. With Mint Mobile, you can cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text, and they offer 3, 8, and 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data, which allows you to choose the amount of data that's going to work for you, and you don't have to pay for anything extra that you aren't going to use anyways. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get it shipped to your door absolutely free, head over to mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash popcornfinance to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. All right. And speaking of saving money, let's pop into this article from Chanel Bissett at NerdWallet. And this is one that I've had for a little while now. I've been wanting to talk about this piece for a while. I just got sidetracked with other projects and other episodes I've been working on. But this piece is entitled How Much the Wrong Savings Account Cost You in 2018. So you can see how long I've been holding on to this article, but I think it is still a very relevant topic. So obviously, since this is a couple of years old, some things have changed. The interest rate that they reference in this article is 2% and rates have dropped slightly since then, somewhere around 1.5 to 1.7, depending on what high interest account you open. But the point of this piece still stands. So I believe the point that Chanel is trying to get across in this article is how much money you're actually losing out on by putting your money in a traditional brick and mortar bank where interest rates are somewhere around 0.01%. And that is in comparison to a high interest savings account, which you can open at many online banking institutions. So in this comparison, Chanel looked at three different time frames over a 12 month period, five years and 10 years. And just a quick side note, we're going to be doing some math in this episode. I'm going to keep it as basic as I can because I know there's nothing worse than listening to someone do math. So don't, don't worry about that. I won't use too many numbers and go too deep into this. We're just going to use this math as a way of comparing a high interest savings account to a very low interest bearing account. So let's focus on the first time frame, which is 12 months or, or one year. And so in the scenario, here are the details that were used in this comparison. It's assuming that on January 1st, you deposit $1,000 into this account, and then you continue to put $100 a month into the same account. So in total, you're looking at putting in $2,200 into this account. With the traditional bank account, they're assuming an interest rate of 0.01%. And then in the online bank account, they're assuming an interest rate of 2%. So to put this into perspective, say you had an account and you put in $100 at the beginning of the year, January 1st. 
at the end of 12 months, if you had this in an account that was giving you 0.01% interest, you would have $100 and one penny, meaning you earned a grand total of one solid penny versus if you put that same amount of money in the same time frame into an account that's paying you 2% interest, you would end up with $102, meaning you earned an additional $2 of interest. So back to our scenario, you would earn at the end of the year, $1, a whopping four quarters by the time you reach the end of the year. When compared to a bank account paying 2% interest, you would bring in $34, which is not a ton of money, but it's definitely much more than $1. Next, we'll move on to the five and 10 year comparisons. In these scenarios, Chanel up the initial deposit to $10,000. So assuming day one, January 1st, we're putting in $10,000 into this bank account. And then like the previous scenario, we're putting in just $100 a month going forward. So over a five-year period with an account bearing just 0.01% interest, you would receive $7 in total combined interest. In comparison, if we're looking at an online bank account that's paying 2%, you would receive over that same five-year period, $1,367. And to make matters worse, let's look at a 10-year period. In that low 0.01% interest account, you would bring in a total of $17 in interest earnings. But when compared to a savings account bearing 2% interest, you would get over $3,500 in interest. So as you probably already knew, having your money in a savings account that pays you more interest is better, obviously. But I think what makes this illustration so powerful is that it's giving you hard, concrete numbers to work with. We're not talking about, you know, maybe you get an extra two or three dollars over the long term by making sure you put your money into an account that gives you a higher interest rate. We're talking about the difference between thousands of dollars for no real additional work other than moving your money to an account that bears higher interest rate. So the purpose of me giving you all these numbers isn't to just practice doing math on the microphone. It's more so to say these small changes, no matter how insignificant they may seem, can make very large impacts in your finances overall with really minimal work on your side. So the one thing I would like you to do after this episode finishes is just go look at your bank account, log into your bank account and check the interest rates that you're receiving. And if you're getting 0.01% or something anywhere near that, shop around and consider putting your savings into an account that will actually pay you for letting your money sit there versus really doing nothing at all. It's not very often where an hour of your time could equal thousands of dollars in the long run. So I hope the show gave you something to think about. If you want to check out this article for yourself, I will put a link in the show notes. If you have any questions for me or you just want to reach out with a topic that you'd like me to discuss here on the show, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast or on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Popcorn Finance or send me an email to questions at popcornfinance.com. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins. Yes, my name is uh, Richard Ford P. Jones. You can... <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do that again. Let's do that. all that staying in. Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Rich Jones, host Paychecks and Balances podcast. My favorite podcast is actually Reply All, which is not related to personal finance or career advice, but just a super interesting show about the internet. And you're nodding as if you know what I'm talking about. I enjoyed their episode on the uh, like spam callers trying to steal your info. Yeah, it's, and it's always interesting. And they find like the most niche, like random things and turn it into a full story. I remember there was one where they ended up going, and maybe it was the spam callers or, or phone scams where they actually ended up going over to India and like trying to find. I'm like, yo, this is, this is insane. So I, I, I love that podcast. I hope nothing changes with them going over to Spotify. So 